Imam Ali salam, the most distinguished and extraordinary personality in Islam after the Holy Prophet Muhammad. His entire life is a struggle for the advancement of Islam, the universal religion prescribed by Allah for all of humanity. Imam Ali salam, was the living miracle raised up by the Holy Prophet Muhammad himself and was not only the successor and the executor of the Holy Prophet Muhammad, but as history testifies, he was also a great human being, a brave defender of Islam, a just and fair judge, a generous philanthropist, a champion of the people, and the most pious person of his time. And in today's world, overcome by evil and darkness, and oppression and slavery, and tyranny and falsehood, a quick look into this beacon of truth and justice, a look into the universal persona of Imam Ali, is greatly useful for making and changing our lives, our families, our societies, and our world into the beautiful world that Allah has planned for humanity. Dear friends, it's great to have you with us. This is IRIB English Radio, the program's to my brother, and we are discussing the universal persona of Imam Ali ibn Abi Talib alayhi salam. So dear friends, we are honored to have you here on the program. We are talking about the universal persona of the first divinely appointed Imam, Imam Ali, the son of Abu Talib alayhi salam. The personality of Imam Ali alayhi salam is uh, definitely a personality which is universal. And as we have said in many programs, this universal persona of the first divinely appointed Imam, Imam Ali alayhi salam, is because of his adherence to the tenets and to the way and to the teachings of Islam. Well, Imam Ali salam was one with the teachings of Islam. Of course, he was the best disciple, the best student, and the best apprentice of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. To the point where Imam Ali salam himself says that I used to follow the Holy Prophet around like a baby camel follows its mother. Now, an interesting thing about how a baby camel follows its mother is that the baby camel does not follow exactly behind the mother. Matter of fact, the baby camel is the head of the baby camel, if you can imagine this, uh, is almost constantly hitting the leg of the mother camel, meaning that they're so close to each other that there is practically no separation. And wherever the mother camel turns, the baby camel turns with her while trying to keep the least distance possible. So it's almost like they're stuck to one another. And uh, here we find that Imam Ali says that this is how I was with the Messenger of Allah. Uh, in some places we find that Imam Ali salam says that the Messenger of Allah even chewed the food that he would feed me when I was a small uh, you know, infant and I was a child. And these kind of different uh, beautiful aspects where we find that truly Imam Ali alayhi salam was the living miracle of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And so it is as if the Messenger of Allah poured all of his knowledge, his wisdom uh, into the heart and the soul of Amir al-Mu'mineen alayhi salam. 
So, of course, his persona uh, had to be universal. That was the natural consequence of all of the things that were happening. Uh, and so his universal persona lasts to this day. It should not be thought that the universal persona of Imam Ali salam is a persona of himself. Rather, this is the persona of Islam. This is the persona of the Qur'an. This is not something outside the bounds of Islam and Qur'an. Matter of fact, the universal persona of Imam Ali salam is the bounds of Islam and the Qur'an. This kind of a statement might be a little bit difficult for some listeners to really appreciate or understand or comprehend, but it, it is the reality. When we look at the different traditions from uh, especially the Messenger of Allah and how he talks about uh, Imam Ali alayhi salam, this is the way that he talked about Imam Ali alayhi salam, as we have said, where in many places he has said that, I believe it was to Ammar ibn Yasir, he said that if everybody is on one side and uh, Ali is on the other side, know that the side of Ali is the truth and that you should join the side of Ali alayhi salam. And many other uh, traditions throughout the history uh, of the Muslims, whether it was the Battle of Khaybar, where uh, the Holy Prophet said that all of Iman and faith is going to fight all of kufr and unbelief and uh, disbelief and, uh, and these things. Of course, and the many other uh, traditions that are there, yes, it is a fact that the persona of Imam Ali salam is the persona of Islam and the persona of the Qur'an. In one tradition, we find that uh, the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was speaking with one of his faithful companions, his loyal companions, his trustworthy companions by the name of Abu Dhar al-Ghafari. So and when speaking to Abu Dhar, the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam uh, says to Abu Dhar that loving Imam Ali is faith, it is iman. And enmity with Imam Ali is hypocrisy, and friendship with Imam Ali is worship. A very profound tradition indeed, um, in which, uh, of course, this is not uh, a regular person like uh, you or me, for example, who is saying these things. Uh, this is the Messenger of Allah, peace and blessings upon him, one who, according to the Qur'an, speaks only from divine uh, revelation. Allah is the one who uh, is um, revealing these things to the Messenger of Allah. And here the Messenger of Allah, uh, as we had said in the beginning of the program, the measure, the standard is Imam Ali alayhi salam. And here we find that not only is he the standard, but uh, the Messenger of Allah, the Holy Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam goes a step further and he says that loving Imam Ali is Iman and that enmity with him is hypocrisy and friendship with Imam Ali is worship. I mean, I, I don't think it could have been uh, any more uh, greater than this that friendship with Amir al-Mu'mineen is worship. And this is how the universal persona of Imam Ali salam is so integral for every single one of us to learn, to understand, and to apply in our daily lives. A beautiful and profound lesson brought to us by 
the universal persona of Imam Ali alayhi salam. Assalamu alaikum to you, dear listeners of Arab English Radio, the program to my brother. This moment, I invite you to listen to the Arabic text of Ziyara Aminullah along with the English translation. Please stay tuned. السلام عليك يا أمين الله في أرضه وحجته على عباده السلام عليك يا أمير Peace be upon you, O trusted guardian, appointed by Allah, to administer his earth and to convince the mankind to accept his plan. Peace be upon you, O Amir al-Mu'mineen. I testify that you made utmost efforts as it should be in the cause of Allah, acted upon His book, followed the way of life of His Prophet, blessings of Allah be on Him and His children, to the last moment of your life until Allah invited you to come unto Him and used his discretion to take you away and sealed your enemy's doom with the blame that the arguments had been made known to one and all through you. O oh Allah, let me be happy and satisfied with that which thou considers good for me. Let me agree with that which thou decides for me. Let me passionately remember thee and invoke thee. Let me be in love with thy pure and sincere friends. Let me be well liked and respected on the earth and in the heavens. Let me be unruffled and well composed in the midst of misfortunes. Let me be gratefully thankful in prosperity. Let me be mindful of much and more bounties. Let me ardently desire for the heart-warming meeting with thee, well equipped with piety to gain my end on the day of requital. Let me follow into the footsteps of thy representatives. Let me disassociate myself from the mannerism of thy enemies. Let me pass my time in this world by praising and glorifying Thee. Now we invite you to listen to Brother Khalil Jafar. When we understand Her Excellence, the question that comes to mind then is why and how would history have denied the Ahlul Bayt their right knowing that it can only come through the descendants of Fatima If it is so glaring, if it is so obvious, if this hadith is found in such abundance by all Muslims, then what went wrong? 
there must have been something. And there are obviously very many reasons we might look for in history to say those who had political ambitions, whether it was the Umayyads or whether it was the Abbasids or whether it is even today those who might be opposed to the school of the Ahlul Bayt in what way do they justify that anyone else could have had the right of successorship to Rasulullah besides the descendants of Fatima in what way? I will just discuss three different plots if you like or three different ideas that were promoted amongst Muslims and spread amongst people to downplay the importance of this great lady here to compromise the status that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had blessed her with. The first argument is that a man can only be inherited and succeeded through his sons. Fatima being a woman cannot be a successor to the Prophet. Why? Isa salam is given to us as the descendant of Ishaq salam through whom? Through Maryam. So if Isa can descend from Ishaq and Ibrahim through Maryam, why can't the Imams descend through Ibrahim from Fatima salam? This was one argument. The second argument was that Na'udhu Billah, Fatima salam being a woman was in some ways weak because women tend to be emotional and therefore by virtue of being a woman, what she stands for cannot be taken so seriously because after all she is a woman. When I read the khutbah of Sayyidah after the demise of her father when she went to Masjid Nabawi and she addressed the Muslims, she said, Oh Muslims, you are downtrodden, you are lowly people, your neighbors were looking at you like vultures, you drank water from the side, from the gutters, you buried your daughters alive, you married your stepmothers, you had no values, you built idols of stone and wood and you prostrated yourself before that. Allah saved you through my father. You were on the brink of the pit of the fire but he saved you through my father when was this khutbah given 11 age go read Nahjul Balagha sermon 26 Imam Ali salam speaks he quotes the same words of Fatim oh people you are lowly you drank water by the side you worship idols you buried your daughters until Allah saved you through Muhammad when did Imam Ali give khutbahs after he became the Caliph of the Muslims 37 age so Fatima's khutbah 11 age, Imam Ali's khutbah 37 at the earliest. The difference is what? 26 years. 26 years later, a man who says Saluni Saluni is quoting and taking and borrowing from Fatima She cannot be an ordinary person. You cannot say she is emotional. This is knowledge that comes from a source beyond anyone's imagination. So the other argument. Dear listeners, we hope you enjoyed this episode of To My Brother. Don't forget to visit our website at parsetoday.com. We leave you in Allah's care. Bye for now.